Hey, what's going on, everyone? Uh, welcome back to Ritter Me This. Today is Friday, October 8th, 2021. Uh, real good treat for everybody today. Please welcome my very good friend, Mr. Michael Steele. Oh, thanks, Ethan. It's good to have you. Good to be here. Uh, tell each other how we know one another. Well, we were trying to figure that out today, how exactly we met, but uh, it was at Arizona State University back in the day yeah so probably 2008 or 9 do we yeah. meet freshman year? you graduated in 2016 27 <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I only took one victory lap well yeah so i do remember when you and rob graduated and you were like hey can we invite our friend ethan to the grad it was at that sushi place yes i showed up smelling like weed i think so well, that didn't help but uh, then uh, yeah, please tell the story. This is a great. I can't believe this one's coming up, to be honest. <laughs> but no, no, I just remember like your mom being like, "So what's wrong with this guy? Why isn't he graduating with you guys?" <laughs> Did she say that? No, no. I just I got the vibe from pretty much everyone except you and Rob Candy. Shout out Rob Candy, who knew exactly why it took me as long as it did. <laughs> well, it's a miracle that I graduated when I did. That's for sure. But anyway, the Edamame story that is a classic. We were at our graduation dinner. And <laughs> all of a sudden, I look over at Ethan, and he announces to the entire table, hey, guys, I've been eating the edamame shells that have been discarded yeah. <laughs> from, from that bowl this yeah. whole time. What had happened is I, I pulled up. I took a couple hits of weed. Very scary. In Arizona, it's illegal. And <clears throat> I remember walking into the restaurant being pretty blitzed at the time, and... um. Like some of the parent Rob's parents and yours were like asking me questions. So what's your plan? Da, 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 da. And you're like, don't ask me these questions. Yeah, right I had no clue. Thank you. Uh, still don't. And uh, I remember being like, kind of like nervously, like nervous about like my answers and stuff like that. And I just was picking the one thing that was in front of me, and I had showed up a little late. And I remember like each bite as I went on, like your mom kept like shifting her eyes and then at me and then back and then like her face kept getting like very much more like you know what i mean and then Just all puzzled. of a sudden i like noticed there was no like beans in them and i was like wait a second are these everyone else's and she was like her and someone else was like yes we were wondering what you were doing and uh yeah so i ate everyone's uh edamame and uh, edamame, edamame shells. Edamame shells, yeah, that had, people have sucked on. <laughs> I remember you announcing it to the entire table that you had been doing that. It I mean, wasn't just was... that you were eating it. You didn't play it off cool. You're like, oh, my gosh, I've been eating these <laughs> ones the whole time. I, I knew at that point that someone else had known and that if I just chickened out and was like, don't tell anyone, oh, then God. they know. Yeah. Yeah. I, they would have known regardless, I think. But, uh, yeah, and after that, I think... I think your dad was like, that's fucking hilarious. Let's get a bottle of sake. And then we had a great night after that. Is that right? We got a bottle of sake? Cold sake. It was the first time I ever had cold sake because I usually just did that like cheap warm shit. You know what? That was probably Robert's parents, though, because that bought that? I've drank sake with them before. My dad's never been into okay, sake. Okay, that might be right. Yeah. I remember going to Gordon Beersh afterwards and yes. like taking shots with, I think, Rob's mom. <laughs> or no, no, I think your mom... And it was the first time she had, like, taken a shot either in a long time or, quote-unquote, ever. Oh, man. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, probably. Okay. That sounds that sounds like... I mean, she she would she definitely would have been down to take shots for graduation, and she doesn't drink shots normally, so... Yeah. That's... That makes one of us. <laughs> I mean, no. Um, anyway, so, yeah, we've known each other for a while. I did graduate 2013, and you guys were on track for 2012, <laughs> I guess. I was exaggerating a little. On the 2016, 2016 20, nah, just a little. The fan base probably believes that more. <laughs> um, Let's see. I wanted to try something real quick. Um, let's see. Let's see if we get Stacy. I don't know if Stacy works there or not. It's, it's going to probably be automated. Uh, this is Dillard's. Dillard's? Yeah. Thank you for calling Dillard's Plaza. How can I help you? Hi, is Stacy there? I'm sorry? Stacy, I think her name is. 
We actually don't have anybody by that name here. I sorry, I'm probably messing the name up. I was uh, talking to someone about uh, men's clothing wear. Can you patch me through? Or sure, absolutely. Thanks. They fell for it. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it's a guy. This is going to be bullshit if they don't answer. Hey, Stacy, what's going on? I think I just called you a little bit ago. Hello? Um, It might have been somebody else. Oh. Sorry. Um, I so I was talking to someone about the men's department. If uh, you guys have long underwear in yet? Um, we have a little bit um, in our smart wool, yeah, but not not a lot. So, like bottoms, tops, or do you guys have like the full body with the butt flap? No, no, we don't have like a onesie. With the what? Uh, a onesie, I believe. What you're referring to is, uh, like, <laughs> hey, Stacy, go clean up your poop la- uh, rap there, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to say poop flap. Uh, all right, sorry. Um, <laughs> Stacy didn't like me. All right. Anyway, going back to what we were talking about. <laughs> Do you know what we're watching on the television right now? No idea. Okay, I don't think we should tell you yet. Tell tell what we're looking at. Uh, some paws of an animal with like, okay, the image is changing very quickly. It's like a, a fantasy world. Yeah. There's some creature, four-legged creature yeah. with long hair and a big mask-looking thing and a distinguished Fu Manchu, and there's stuff flying around above him. It's like an anime. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's an anime. Okay, we'll start there. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so we we met each other in at Arizona State, and probably around two thousand eight or nine. Um, you think it's safe, but like statue of limitations by this point to tell the uh, Coyote Stadium story? Oh man, that's not my story to tell. I think it is. Were is you it? Not I wasn't there. Oh fucking a, dude. I mean, I was there when they got it back. All right, why don't you just go ahead and tell? Okay, some people that we know. Went to Robert Can it was Robert Can <laughs> <laughs> No comment. Some people that we know were invited to go to a Phoenix Coyotes ice hockey game and the person like knew the team doctor. So they had like oh, all really? all access passes to the stadium. So they went for the game and I was like in the lottery to go. We had to like draw sticks and I was the one that didn't get to go. Damn. So it was I think it was three three of them that went total. And they took a tiny little Toyota Camry or something that was like a 1980 Toyota Camry running on its last legs or whatever and went to the game. And uh, after the game, since they had these all-access passes, they were... It was during. No, it was after the game. It was after? Yeah, it was after the game. Okay. So they... They were in like the tunnel tunnel underneath the the bleachers or whatever um, after the game. And walking past the locker rooms and that sort of thing. And then they came across a room that had a sign outside of it that said, Bulk Beer Quad. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that? And the way the story was told, they all just stopped. And they were like, we have to. We have to go in there and know what the Bulk Beer Quad is. And so they opened the doors and the way it was described is there were just kegs stacked up on top of kegs. And there's like fine mist like pouring down gently (laughs) over the top of them. It's just like a scene from heaven. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. The Bulk Beer Quad. And so they, they immediately know, okay, we have to take one of these. We have to. Because there's like 400 of them in there. Yeah. So... They no did. one would ever know, ever. Right, right, and unless they check the, you know, manifest, the, the beer manifest. I, yeah, <laughs> but by then they would be Who, long Which beer gone. got killed? Isn't that how manifest happens? You have to die. What is that? Just manifest of a plane? Manifest is like the inventory of humans. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have to die. No, they don't okay. have. to I, die. You only find out when it's manifest of a plane that goes down. I guess there must be a TV show or something you're thinking of. Manifest Destiny. No, go ahead. <laughs> That's a different thing. Yes, I know. Okay. 
just making sure. Um, so anyway, they decide they have to take one of these kegs. And so uh, the guy whose car it was goes outside, gets his car, and pulls it to like the ramp entrance on the outside of the stadium. And the other two carry this keg. I don't know. Like no, if you, no, no. I, this is how I remember it. It was the guy we know yeah. was big boy in it. And they had one guy with, they all called each other cell phones. Oh. And they had someone go, 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 it's clear. Right. And our buddy was that just could very well trucking be. it. He said he shook it up to shit, but I remember it was three of them. Oh, he did. One was watching behind, one was watching in front, and he was like just housing it by himself. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever tried to carry a keg by yourself before, but it ain't it's no easy difficult. thing to do. He said yeah. he was going like through like corridors of like. Well, this is like the tunnel where there's like golf carts going around. Like the players like enter and exit through this. So this is like where everybody is, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure it was a little nerve wracking there. Um, so anyway, they, they pull the car outside and they get the keg up this ramp and put it into this old ass Toyota Camry. And supposedly, well, no, not supposedly. I remember seeing it because I ended up seeing the car and like right helping afterwards. with it. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there, but... The car was like sunk all the way to the ground. Like there was no clearance. <laughs> no shocks. Yeah. Yeah. Whatsoever. I mean, if they hit a rock, it would destroy the underneath of that car. Um, so anyway, they they got this keg out and they drove all the way back to our freshman dorm at ASU, which which, which was called uh, Octio or Hasi. We were at Hasi. Hacienda. Haciampa. Haciampa. That's it. Hacienda. Haciampa. And you yeah. guys are right by Vista del Sol. Right across that. the street. Those, I yep. think yours is brand new that year, too. Right on Apache Boulevard. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so this is a freshman dorm. They're very strict about alcohol. And so, yeah. you know, they got Vista del Sol across the street, which was, you know. Sophomore party place, basically. Exactly. I mean, I only know a couple freshmen that live there. Right. Second semester. Right. Uh, so there's, you know, police everywhere on that street and. So anyway, I get a phone call from one of them saying, we need get people on the street right now. <laughs> right now we're going to unload a keg into the freshman dorm on one of the busiest streets on campus. Totally. And so we went out there with like six people and like two tiny little blankets to try to cover up the keg. And so we got the keg out of the back of the car. We're on the busiest street on campus there. Mm-hmm. And... uh try to cover the keg up with these blankets but they're tiny so you can obviously see like the keg exactly you know exactly metal cylinder yeah (laughs) Yeah. there was no hiding it and we were up on like the fourth floor but we didn't want to go in and use the elevator on the other side of the building so we we had like six of us trying to muscle this keg up four flights of stairs and so you uh, had someone let you in or could you see yeah probably i mean i don't remember exactly what we did but somehow we got it in and put it in, in the shower. In the shower. Which was, was it dual shared by you, like a suite? It, was it wasn't two, my room. It was one of theirs. So it was two people, two people yeah. sharing one bathroom. Right. 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 So four people total had to shower around a keg for like a month, right? It was, I don't I don't know if it was I remember, that long. Well, I remember you guys like finished it however long it took. And then I remember... Probably embarrassingly long. Well, not only that, but like it got, it had gotten, it had gotten warm. Well, we were—I remember—we got ice, and we, we were did. just pouring ice over the top of it, which, you know, it only stays like that for a day or two. Yeah, but I remember like you guys were afraid to like take it out now because it's like, what if they see oh, us yeah. removing it? Definitely. That, that uh, our friend said that he was like, yeah, it basically just stayed in there for a while, and we need to get it out. So, I don't remember how it was removed from the premises but couldn't tell i mean the whole story about like go 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 was like awesome fucking story where i was like get the fuck out of here so yeah our friends stole a keg from the coyote like ice rink stadium fucking place in phoenix which is fairly far away from asu campus it was just a mastermind of a of a robbery would you say (laughs) (laughs) that it was ethan robbery um (laughs) Yeah, so ASU, what a fucking great time. And then uh, I know later on you guys moved to, was it Ash Street or something? It was right across the way from my place. I don't remember the name of the street, but it, it was a good it was a good place wherever it was. Yeah. On I the remember, south side of campus. I remember you um, might have left at this time. Were you there for the uh, halftime show that I did for the AFC championship game? 
does that strike no, a bell? Okay. Not at all. I had I had some guys come over. This must have been after you left, but I had them come over and watch the Pats Broncos AFC Championship. It had to have been our teams, me and JB's. And um, here that'll help that. Oh. Um, and I was like telling everyone, there's going to be a a halftime show that you will never forget. And everyone was like, what is it going to be? Like, at the time, I hadn't been doing comedy. So they were like, it must be some sort of, like, mu- is it music? Is it music? I was like, has not a thing to do with music. And what I had done is at halftime, I had bought <coughs> 10 loaves of Sara Lee white bread. And uh, since I lived on the lake, we went duck feeding. And everyone had two giant loaves of bread. <laughs> And that was the halftime show. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. We were like just balling up and throwing bread, and they were starting to fight over it and stuff <laughs> like that. But there was one that we were like, yo, go for the big one. And we kept putting it like it was a game. You put it right in front of him, and he would gobble it up and stuff like that. And I remember we were like crying laughing because like that's so much bread. And I don't think it's like healthy for those ducks to be eating. Probably not. In, in that quantity. I tell you, I had a duck shit problem on my lawn <laughs> for, like, the next totally two, two or three months. <laughs> like, not only did they, like, have, like, their shit, like, their feast and then their post-feast shit all over the lawn. And then they're like, this is where the magic bread man comes. Oh. And they would just hang out all the time. The magic bread man. Fuck yeah, dude. How did I not know that? I don't know. But, um... Yeah. I think that's going to stick. I think you're the magic bread man, Ethan. Or, or Tinkle Pant Man, either one. That that, that too. too. That too. What's that lake that you had, though, was so cool. I remember playing Stump out there. Yeah, dude. All right. So, so I don't know if anyone knows what Stump is. I want to explain it. Man, it's been a long time since I played Stump. For sure. Uh, so, yeah, I don't remember the rules exactly. Okay, you might have to do it. So uh, you, get, you get a tree stump, and it's about maybe like kneecap high, a little less. And um, everyone gets one nail. So everyone puts the nail in about like half an inch. So you make sure that it's in there. Because if it pops out, you're out of the game. Basically, what you do is you go in a circle. And in one fluid motion, you have to flip the hammer. And on the way down, catch it and hit someone's nail. And, and like everyone kind of like helps judge if it's a clean motion or if it's like flip, catch, and then go down, it's got to be like up and clink. And so uh, I remember if you have any part of the nail head, like if the nail goes straight in, that's good. But if it bends and the nail head hits the stump, then you're out. Basically, last man standing drinking game. It was fucking awesome. And I remember, uh, I think I think I started playing with eyewear. Because you would like hit sometimes, and if you slid on the side, it would pop the nail. Would just yeah, fly away. Sketchy. Yeah, and definitely. I remember people getting drunk and hitting their own knees and stuff Ooh. like that. I remember you would always put your hand underneath the hammer oh, when somebody yeah. was going, and you would go, "Destiny, destiny." <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that was the way to psych people out. Destiny <laughs> was to have them smash your hand so you can never play guitar again. Somehow <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, I was always sketched that I was like drunk and <clears throat> my hand would like get caught up on the nail. Oh, yeah. Swiping over the stump and just going, bam. Because <laughs> you had people that like knew I was going to do the destiny thing. So they're like I'm trying to hit your extra hand. hard. Yeah. <laughs> Follow me back into my pocket. Um, so uh, speaking of Arizona and stump, uh, I had a couple entries from, let's see if you know who. This is nail in the back. I have a <laughs> yeah, that was JB. It's, yeah, that's him. What's He's, up, JB? He sent that in. Maybe we'll give him a call near the end. But um, this is kind of where your and I's friendship kind of launched, in my opinion, was the music writing. Was nail in the back. I have a yeah. So explain yeah. that because I've I don't even know if I remember. Well, okay, my memory was, yeah, we had this, like, L-shaped... They took the garage and the house that we were living in and built a room into it, which became our beer pong room, which is a whole other story. Yeah, but okay, yeah. So what that, remained the, the of carpeted 
place like that sunk down yes. the beer room that yeah. beer pong room was awesome and that was a room that was built into the existing garage so oh, what so was they wiped, left of the they garage they wiped the garage yeah well oh, i didn't that, know that was that was the jam area was the l-shaped yeah yeah you that would, was half the garage yeah oh, less than half yeah. yeah yeah so that was the garage but anyway we had this funky l-shaped area Storage. and we that just became the jam room but yeah, so we would go in there and jam for hours, and then Ethan, you were thinking of song titles or something, <laughs> and I remember you like taping pieces of paper up on all the wall, over, all it, over. It the looked wall. like a psych or like one of those people that would like, like you know when you see the Charlie Day. Uh, do you ever watch? It's a it's always no. sunny. Where's Carol? He has this like you know when they tie yarn to like murder suspects. It's like okay, this guy yeah, is connected yeah. to him. It looked like weird. the path of the bullet or whatever. It, yeah, yeah. It was crazy how many pieces of paper I had wrote something <laughs> down on and then taped it up there like all fucked up. And then I guess one day you came in <laughs> and you were like, nail in the back, I have a. And I was like, yeah, I was playing guitar yesterday and I didn't notice, but there was a nail sticking right there. That was a very shoddily built yeah. area. Yeah, and there was a nail sticking out of the wall. Random. And, and that <laughs> struck the the inspiration chord for you. It did. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean, dude, that was some of the most I mean, I guess I gained some music theory, but I think I did that later on pretty much on my own and then with your help when you were uh back in California. Mm-hmm. And you know, but that was basically we were using Ableton and Splice to kind of, you know, uh what jam and collaborate collaborate via yes yes and the uh, internet mm-hmm. yeah and uh yeah it was cool uh we we wrote a song let's see here i'll see if i remember it where's let's hear pick? it ethan where's that pick? the pick of destiny there yes. it is pick of destiny it was something destiny <laughs> yeah sure. yeah that sounds right let me just see your your fingers oh sorry i just need to slide it down your fingers is a little better than mine you figure that out no problem sorry if it's a little scrunched over there i remember playing it up up the octave up here, but can't do that without the cut. Yeah. I wrote for you, motherfucker. Uh, I wrote for uh. you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I forgot about that. Yeah, we were definitely tripping poolside, and I was like, you played it. And I was going, what's, uh, what's trippy? What's trippy? It's a motherfucking song I wrote for you. What is what? It, what it, <laughs> so it's a slide up from the F to G, I'm pretty sure. Sorry, I'm going to tune this thing yeah, up go ahead. a little. I'm going to snarkle this. Something like that. It's a motherfucking song I wrote for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's a motherfucking song I wrote for you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I remember you putting some staccato kind of. So it's F slide up to G. I don't remember. Yeah, but hey. 
Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Woo! What is trippy? What is trippy? Yeah, um, I remember... Uh, I guess I hadn't really gotten into Pink Floyd at the time. And I remember one time asking you, like, what? why does everyone like Pink Floyd? Really? You asked me that question? Yeah. And, you know, we had some... I thought extracurriculars, huh. and you you were like, well, let's let's check it out, and you put. But on I don't it. think so. I think we just stumbled upon it. I remember this this evening. I don't think I was planning to watch it. it just like came up on YouTube because I had never seen this before. Yeah. So what we're talking about is uh, live at Pompeii in Italy, uh, near Naples. I actually visited Pompeii for that reason. So did I. Yeah, it was sick, dude. And yeah. hey, cheers to that. Because cheers. I literally listened to that <laughs> song. <laughs> for all you doot tube people out there all you doot tubers yeah shout out to pat swayze um patrick, patrick swayze no well shout uh, out to him too uh pat fucking patrick morris do you never meet him i never met him he's the guy that edited all my dootube shit okay yeah so he'll definitely listen to this one um yeah. Especially if we get uh, James Bruce, Bruce Young on the phone. Um, but yeah, so we watched this video of Live at Pompeii, uh, Echoes 1 and 2, live in a Coliseum in Pop- Pompeii. Uh, no audience, just huge stacks of speakers um, with spray-painted Pink Floyd logo on them. And it's got one of the coolest Roger Water, um, like, bra- like, booning... Mm-hmm. We see it. And the breakdown. Yeah, I think. Boom, no, no. Boom. What I love about that section is the organ. Yeah. Yes, and then it just turns off. Did you have the pick of Destiny? It's right there. There's this crazy thing. Nice. Bend so three strings, yeah. The super drippy sounding Stratocaster, yeah. Uh, by far one of my favorite songs to date of all time. Um, we were both watching that for the first time, too. We were both just floored, like, what what did we just find? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like that's that song, excuse me, again and again that we just listened to. Yeah, Dave Matthews, look it up. It's one of those ones like the gems within the artists that you already know. Obviously, we already know money and wish you were here and stuff like that. And I, I guess I was judging off that where I was like, I don't really get them yet. But um, after we watched that, I listened to it at least a couple times in the shower every day. Oh, wow. For over a year. I remember being like, wow, this is this is over a year. Obviously, I've listened to other stuff, but mainly I consumed the entire discography of Pink Floyd after that that's awesome man yeah it was yeah it was really cool shout out to holly hoffman that girl listened to a lot of pink floyd oh yeah because of me yeah i didn't realize that that's what got you into pink floyd i remember you being big into pink floyd but i didn't realize that was why that's another poster right there that i've never seen anyone anywhere else yeah i've never seen that that dark side one yeah um, yeah, I mean, I fucking completely fell in love with David Gilmore's style of guitar play. I mean, it's it's fucking one of the most ear-piercing, resonating. He can make one note sound like 17 notes. It's fucking amazing shit. Agreed. It's Agreed. crazy. Um, one, of, one of the greats of all time, for sure. Yeah, I listened to... Uh, it's called... Oh, something... Delicate Sounds of Thunder. And that's a live tour that they did. Um, I remember talking to a bar regular, and I was like, "Yeah, I've been listening to that." They were going to they were going to go see the uh, Eagles at uh, Ball Arena, which is now or old Pepsi Center. And um, I was talking about Delicate Sounds of Thunder. He's like, "Motherfucker, I was at that in like when they came through like Milwaukee or something like that." Wow. And uh, it's it's literally the best lineup of all their songs, including like some David Gilmore, like 
primarily driven and then Roger Waters primarily driven. Like another uh, another brick in the wall, which is Roger Waters. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorites is Learning to Fly by, like, a, a lot of people think Learning to Fly, they think Tom Petty. Learning to fly because <laughs> I ain't got wings. What comes up? Uh, Let's go down. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, but Learning to Fly, uh, Pink Floyd. Okay. It starts off, you know, kind of weird, David Gilmore but the. Like s- echoes. Yeah. Solos that he busts out are pretty incredible. Um, I'll just, get, I know I can't go more than 10 seconds, but. I already wasted it on the screaming. <laughs> No, no, I can't play no. more of it. Or I think there's a rule to like Shazam where if you play over 10 seconds of a clip, it constitutes as copyright because they have so many algorithms that can pick that shit up. Yeah. That's why. Uh, what are we watching, Michael? An anime. That's all I got. For you. Oh, it. it's Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pokemon 3, dude. Oh, okay. Pokemon 3, right? Duh. Duh. And they're climbing out of an anus right now. I didn't recognize any of the other creatures, but now. Pikachu is front and center. Uh oh, uh, there's so. Oh, uh, Pika. <laughs> uh, there's so many weird noises in this. Uh... Well, those are the bad people. Let's hear him talk real quick. Oh no! What now? There's a bunch of drones that look like eyeballs. Are they Pokemon? <laughs> are they Pokemon? The drones. Um. All right, where were we? I've completely lost my thought looking at Pokemon. We've totally train wrecked. Did man. you like Pokemon growing up? Yeah, you know, I went through a phase like everybody else did. I didn't stick with it long, mm-hmm. but it's funny, you know, this drummer that I was playing with. Anyway, yeah, so I I went through a phase. I collected cards for a little bit when I was like eight years old or whatever, but I I didn't stick with it very much. I played the video games too. Yeah, totally the, on Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, there was a time when uh. James's stepbrother Miles, uh, <clears throat> he he was uh, he had Game Boy, you know, Pokemon from James, and I ended up getting on there and catching a bunch of Caterpri and then naming them uh, <laughs> like anus and penal. My favorite was penal gland, which is I don't think it's, it's not pineal gland. I was I didn't know about that at the time. I was talking about like a penis. <laughs> And I remember James told me that <laughs> he, that he, like Miles was playing video games next to him, and he like stopped and was like, "James, what's penal gland?" <laughs> and James was like, "I don't know, man. Sorry, my friends are impro- like immature." Uh, Those Pokemon cards now are going for dude. A I was ton just of say money. That. I went golfing with Nick Dean. He's a local Denver comic. Shout out to him and and his gal Georgia Comstock. They should be on the show. Very soon. Uh, he was saying that he could help me sell some of them and was like, do you have one of these? I was like, yeah. Oh, you still have yours, huh? Yeah. And my dad, one time right out of college, I was like, can I have my Pokemon cards? He's like, why? I was like, I want to sell some of them. He's like, no, you're fucking not. I was like, okay. <laughs> Sounds good, chief. <laughs> uh, no, because he was like, just wait. And yeah, this is the 25, I think. Today, actually, because we were talking about it earlier at golf this week, today marks like the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. Oh, dude, coming out. Listen wow. to this. I asked Nick Dean, I'm like, yo, you uh know like how much these Charizard like holographics are going for? He's like, uh, if it's original, we'd have to get a grade check, it would be upwards of like 10 G's. No, what? Yeah, no, yeah, 10. That's what he said. No. That's what he said. No and then, way. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, I was, I didn't like play with them. Like, uh, I think Magic the Gathering, he was saying, is like tied into that. I thought those were two separate games. I basically just liked the way they looked. And yeah. then I kept them in a, uh, f- like a binder in card protectors mm-hmm. and have duplicates behind duplicates. And yeah, I don't know why I just, uh, Pokemon was on my mind because of that, and I, I saw it's such a strange, like concept to like imprison these like 
creatures inside of like a, a little ball. Yeah. Did you ever uh, did you ever do Pokemon Go when that became really popular? I think I tried it for like a week. Okay. And I remember this. I was bartending at uh, Kona Grill, and this girl that kept coming into the bar, super attractive, was like, "Hey, we should go play Pokemon Go on a date." And you're and like, that, "Oh yeah, I, I'm all about that." Yeah, and so I downloaded it, but we never ended up hanging out. So, but I think I tried it a couple times and. I remember the first time I saw someone doing that, like they're taking a picture of the King Supers part, like a uh, crosswalk going in. And I'm like looking and I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? I was like, what are you taking a picture of? And he's like, Pokemon Go, it just came out today. And so he explained that it's like, they could be on top of your aunt's head or something like that. Like they could be anywhere. Yeah. Floating around on the well, ceiling. Did you hear? I'm not I'm not sure if this is true or not, but I heard that it was like Chinese people. Like, no, I heard it was like Google or something wanting to get a map of, of everywhere. Inside. Yeah, in, that's what I heard. It's like people already kind of like collaboration of Google. Like you could map out like the the road sequence of what you're looking at from the road. And uh, someone had said it's like a conspiracy to see like the inside of everywhere and like the measurements hmm. of like. Does that make sense? Like the in- indoor architecture, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, I heard it was just Google or some other corporation trying to get as much information as possible via your cameras. It is insane, dude. Like, yeah. it, even if we're like, yeah, I allow this app to access my photos, how sketch that is. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, ca- we, I hope not. I don't think I'm important enough for someone like uh, the FBI to like. But yeah, I mean, the whole issue of privacy is huge. Huge one, and we give up a lot of it just to have our modern day conveniences. Right. So let's talk about the vaccine. <laughs> let's get into that. <laughs> yeah, let us let us do that. Do you want to play us a quick little something on the piano? Nah. Why not? Just jump on, play something real quick. Nah. Why not? What was that one you were playing? <laughs> I don't, I don't play piano. He taught it to me. It goes like this. Is that yeah, it? Yeah, that was it. You got it. All right. All right, no piano, no piano. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. All right, just checking. Uh, I think I'm going to give James a call. Cool. Let's see if he answers. I'm not really sure if he will or not, but... He knows you're coming in today, so... Don't think we're gonna get through. Have faith. Please leave your message. No, okay. Um, there's one more story that I wanted to talk about from James and his younger brother Miles. So I nicknamed uh, Layla. Oh, he says, "Hey, my bad. I'm out to dinner with my girlfriend's family right now." Um. Go to the bathroom and give us a call. You're on live on the show. I already fucked that up. <laughs> if you can, I'll follow it up with. Um. Anyway, uh, Miles. Okay, so I I I nicknamed Layla Chugi. Do you remember this? Oh yeah. What year do you think this was? Not the. Go ahead. Circa 2010. That's what I'm saying. Someone sent me a video. And, like, it's, like, a term that, like, young kids use. Chuggy? Yeah. I swear to God. Holly Hoffman, sh- like, sent me this and was like, no fucking way. And it means, I think it Is means, it, like, a TikTok thing? Yes. Okay. And it's spelled the exact same way. It really? It's fucking weird. Huh. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> one time, so I, it, Layla was going, Chug, Chuggy. That's how I'd say it. And then one time, I was over at uh, James's place, and they were... Uh, playing with Jazz, their dog, and uh, Miles like grabbed him by the face and was like, "Chuggy," and I was like, "What? What did you just say?" And he goes, "Sometimes James and I call Jazz Chuggy. You wouldn't understand." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, I would. I would, my friend. I would understand it all too well." Um, what a great family. I mean, so James's aunt. Jen Durkin, mm-hmm. 
of Deep Banana Blackout. Also played with the Rhythm Devils with Mike Gordon. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, of Fish. And I ended up taking lessons from her for singing. Went nowhere. She was like, you got to stop partying, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> and she's like, <clears throat> I told her, I was like, I'm going to go with my friend uh, Michael Steele all the way to uh, uh, Washington and down. I'm going to go see your friend Mike Gordon. She's like, oh, if you see him, say hey. <clears throat> and at Tahoe. Oh, did you see him? I ran into him at like going to the bathrooms at the casino. And I was like, yo, Mike Gordon, what's up? And he's like, hey. And I was like, Jen Durkin told me to tell you what up. And he like lit up. Hey, how's she doing? <laughs> she's great. Just uh, We said we might see you on this stretch. You're playing great. You know, just super nice dude. Yeah. but uh, That's awesome. Yeah, they uh, Deep Banana Blackout did just a little history lesson. Um, Gathering of the Vibes, which I know I think started in Connecticut and moved to like upstate New York or something like that. But it was a pretty big East Coast festival. Did you ever go? No, it. I think it. Um, it ended. Yeah, like it is in no 2014 more. or something. It was soon. I think I was still hanging around James at the at, at the time. Um, but yeah, man, uh, tell me some of the craziest pool parties and the locations. Can you describe them? I know that, uh, we had a visit from Daniel Tosh when we were in college that was actually at your house. I wasn't there for that. That's when I, I was. was in Thailand. Oh, you were? Yeah. 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 I was gone for that whole semester, but oh, damn. I remember seeing Daniel Tosh. He did a show at Gamage, which was awesome. But uh, I don't remember much of the show, sadly. But yeah, one of our roommates, his mom was like on the production team or something was for she? his show. Yeah. So he filmed a segment in our house, but that was before I moved in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I remember AJ called me and was like, yo, Daniel Tosh is going to be here in five. Get over here. <laughs> and I peeled out. And when I got there, uh, I walked up and they they had like soap and toothpaste on this like fold out table in your guys's family room, and I was like, they're like, okay, shoot it in the air, and then it, I was like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, oh, we're trying to make synthetic jizz right now for this bit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember Daniel Tosh walked in and like shot the shit with us for a moment um, after they shot the whole thing. So okay. I was basically hanging on the couch and waving stuff, but then he did that scene where if you watch the ASU invasion uh, scene in his his TV show, I forgot what um, I can look it up right now. What season or episode? Yes, because I actually rewatched it and I was oh, like, really? "Oh, AJ's thing," and then Felicia was in it too because he's like, and I think Brett might have been in it. I remember Brett being in it. Yeah, because. Brett and Felicia were redheads, and he has them like <laughs> on a hillside, and he's like, "Fry gingers, fry!" <laughs> and those are like two of our friends we hung out with daily. Oh, let's see, Tosh, uh, ASU episode, uh, season three, episode twenty-two. It says, um, "That was cool." I remember uh, <clears throat> we talked about Vista del Sol. When I explain to people, they're like, "Like, where do you go, ASU? Oh, I bet that was fun. I'm like, it was so hard at times to go take a test. Oh, man. When you were like, there's a huge fucking pool party. Ginormous. Like it, during like the test Wednesday. itself? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I remember going to a party a couple times. And Instead then, of the test? A couple times. A couple and times. Then, <clears throat> and then there was some times where I would go... And be like, fuck, I got to leave. And I'm like, I have like my notes out at the party, you know, having a crack and a beer. And then going to the test and being like, holy shit, I don't care. I got to get back. <laughs> that was a wild time. It was wild. It was good times. It was awesome. I. It's weird to look back at like, because you brought up Jersey Shore and Scottsdale. And I remember basically we would have like watch parties for the Jersey Shore during... Would you really? Yeah, a couple of my friends and I were I I rewatched that with Liza during the quarantine. It's fucking hilarious. Is it? It's so funny. There's one where uh, 
What's that little nugget? That little tiny girl that I don't know. Uchi. Fuck. What's her name? <laughs> Uchi. The main character. Uh, oh. Dude, I'm sorry. I can't be it's of okay. assistance it's here. Okay. You got internet. Uh, Uchi. That sounds. That sounds right. <laughs> it's not. What is it? Cast. It's Nicole, but what was she named? Oh, Snooki. Oh, yeah. Snooki. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Okay. Snooki gets punched Uchi. in the Uchi. That yeah, was pretty close. Uchi. <laughs> that's a that's a really dope uh band name. No, it's a restaurant in Denver. Is it's it? A sushi restaurant's fucking amazing. Uchi? U C H I Uchi, okay. By far one of the best it's super expensive, but is by far one of the best sushi restaurants. Let's go. I'm down. Let's do it. Let's do. Tomorrow night. Is right it near before? the Paramount? Yeah. It's not too far. It's in Rhino, which is like, or it's like uptown or we have all these weird names to call Denver. Like if you're lower downtown, it's called Lodo. If you're River North, it's Rhino. And then if you're. That makes sense. Yeah. Lower Highlands, which where I used to live. Low, low high. high. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Checks baby. out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, JB's got a girlfriend. Congratulations, Very JB. Very serious, JB. Yeah? I don't know. I, it sounds like it. He said he's doing real good. So I was good. wishing he would call and say something in. I think he said something else. Did I only show us one? Gate of Miracles. Hand motion. I don't know if I remember that one. Oh, dude, that's... Uh, Is that fish? That's a cover. That's a fish, fish cover. Of TV on Age the radio, of miracles and hand motion. Where yeah, we... I don't know the hand motion. Oh, this is it. I think. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember I had a, a character that I I called Joseph P. Hefferstein? <laughs> do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do remember that. I I literally haven't thought of Joseph in ten years, probably. Yeah. But yeah, I, I remember I forgot, him. I forgot what the good main... guy Joseph. Yeah. Basically, if you asked him, Joseph, do you like anything? He would like. Nod, really weird. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Move his yeah. neck forwards and backwards. Yes, it's it's more like a chicken strut. Yes, yeah. Uh, and he, w- what would I wear? It was uh, it was like a fucking turtleneck. There were some suspenders involved, right? It, it was it was a, a vest. It was a sweater vest. Okay, it yeah. might have been suspenders. I okay can't quite remember. And the hair was a thing too, right? You like parted oh, it out, parted or it down the center. Yes, and I had some sort of glasses on. I looked like a kook, basically. You know, just a crazy person. It was just Joseph being Joseph. I suppose so. I I can't remember if I wrote a backstory for that or not. I never heard I, it if you did. I think it might have been. Well, I think we tried to develop some sort of story into it, but it just gotcha. ended up us filming stupid oh, shit. Oh, dude, you could create an entire franchise around Joseph. Joseph, it'd be the next Pokemon, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I could see it. <laughs> I think it had something to do with Mormons. I'm fascinated by Mormons and the Amish, dude. Yeah? I have bits about the Amish that don't go well, so I've stopped doing them. But uh, it would basically be like, you know, the only way that they know that technology is advancing is by eighth grade tour trips snapping pictures of them, which is not true because, like, do you know what Rumspringa is? No. It's basically once they get to this certain point of age, they can decide if they want to go back to the style of Amish living or live like every other normal American. And I, I think in the bit And if that they I, decide not to, it's like Midsummer. I think... I don't know. I think it might be right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What is Midsummer? Midsummer, that horror movie that came out like a summer or two ago. No. Never mind. Know. Never okay. mind. We're going to forget about that one. Um... But basically, Rumspringa for Amish is like the first time they get a party ever. And they go fucking wild, from what I understand. Wow, they get to party, huh? Yeah, I mean, they get to make a decision. They go outside. And the joke, it it was the year that um, Philadelphia won the uh, Super Bowl. And someone had eaten horse shit off the ground because they said that if the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl, they would eat. Oh. Shit, and I, <clears throat> I remember that being the tagline, saying, um, "Yeah, like eighty-three miles or one hundred and six miles away from Philadelphia, 
where you like eat shit if you win the Super Bowl. There is this place called Lancaster, where it's like Lancaster or something, where like it's a huge Amish population. Um, I remember saying that like one of the things I wanted to do was uh, to confuse them by like bringing like older cameras and like starting to go the other way, like a box of the crank and stuff, and then try and take pictures of them with like bananas and shit. I don't know. It got really dumb. But, uh, you just I, wanted to fuck with the Amish. Well, I, I, I do. Yeah, I did. I still do. I, I still have a joke called the sock puppet joke that I don't really want to say on here because you know it's just a part of my act. But fair enough. Sock puppet is based off Amish um, curiosity, I guess. So jerking off um, um, sock puppets, <laughs> not the Amish. Got it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you needed to know that. Um, all right, so who are we seeing on um, Saturday? Pat Metheny. Going to check out Pat Metheny at the Paramount Theater. And explain to the people what he's all about. I mean, explain to me, too, because I haven't yeah, seen Yeah, you have no idea what to expect, huh? None at all. I, I don't like, if I know nothing about the person uh, or band, I kind of like to go in cold turkey. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it could be anything. I like that, too. Yeah, Pat Metheny's a masterful guitarist who's had a five decade career probably i think he's probably in his mid 60s at this point okay um yeah man he just he's got a huge body of work developed his own sound one of the greatest you know i hate to use this word jazz guitarist because it sort of pigeonholes him and what into what you expect but uh i mean he's just as influenced like i was telling you today by rock and folk music and classical music and um just an incredible player and he's playing with a band that should be really interesting it doesn't have a bass player an incredible keyboard player. So was it like every every church um, praise band that had like fifteen guitarists? Oh man, you're going to the wrong churches, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember that at my church, they like didn't have the heart to tell the kids like you got to <laughs> play can't something be in else. The there was literally at one point. Oh man, this is a great story. You mind if I cut in? Go for it. Um, <clears throat> it was middle school uh, at a Christian school and. Uh, it was it was praise band and like chapel i think they called it. it was like thursday mornings we would go like you know read up on the lesson of gospel or whatever but before we'd have praise band and there seemed to be a new addition every week or a dropout and i remember this kid kyle uh real tall lanky basketball player dude had just like picked up like a squire and everyone had squires and like, straight from guitar center yes yeah and so <laughs> I think we used to do this uh, in Arizona, but it would be like our principal would start like um, praying. And sometimes like the more talented guitarists would play like major chords to like make that sounds fucking weird. And it is. They would make the prayer more like melodic. <laughs> and after the prayer, like people would like hum in like. And Lord, I just want to thank you for the day that you've given us today. And Lord, please give us strength. And and really, just be there for us today. You know, like it's it's shit like that yes. that like this kid tried to do it, and he had the dis- distortion kicked up as, as as high as it would go. So it was like. <laughs> Buzz, 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 buzz. <laughs> and I remember, <laughs> I remember uh, my principal, he did this. He stops praying, looks back at Kyle, and goes, Excuse me for the interruption, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and then the kid's going, What? What? I, I, I didn't know. And then he, um, basically had the reddest face for the rest of the um, production. Oh, that's funny, man. I can picture it. Yeah, man. I remember that we we would quote that for years after that. Excuse me for the interruption, Lord. There's some great uh, church music out there, man. Like, I I went to the New Orleans Jazz Festival the last couple years that it happened, and one of my favorite things there is the the gospel tent. Yeah. The, it's by far the loudest tent, first of all. They got like a whole choir up there of the inc- of incredibly soulful singers, a, 
slamming band. Soulful? Yes. You, you could just say it. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> <Ethan>. <laughs> Sorry. This is my bad. <laughs> Well, the, if we we're gonna if we're gonna speak that, I mean, the whole band is very soulful. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Dave band. Matthews Band. Yeah, like da- like the violin player. I think he's the <laughs> only Dave w- Matthews Band. I'm pretty sure him and one other person, the only two white people up there, right? I <laughs> uh, dude, I ha- I've never seen them. Me neither. Yeah, I know the fiddle player is very soulful, uh-huh. and the drummer is very soulful. I don't know about the rest of the band. Who's been a uh, dude? One time I saw the Roots, and they were one of the best bands I've ever seen live. Is there anything? Oh, same. Yeah, I saw the Roots as well. Probably in, probably right after we graduated, sometime around then. What's it called when you're on the guitar and you're going like this, like, like, and you're singing along with it? Yeah, like. What's that called? I don't know if there's a. I thought there was a like a name for it. Well, scatting would be when you're just. Doing it like skip bop do do Yeah, I mean I guess, but you could sing whatever. You don't have to, you know, just Yeah, yeah. Just improvising vocally. But then yeah, when you're matching what you're playing on the instrument. He was perfectly harmonizing. Oh, he's harmonizing with himself. Yeah, that's I mean it was like him singing and matching it. Oh, okay, matching, yeah. In but unison. Like on the highest notes. Yeah. And I was like, that's insane. It was at Bonnaroo. And I was like, even that huge crowd. Was it the, who, who in the Roots was it? Was it the uh, guitar player? Yeah. Okay. What's With his the, name? Like, like the Mohawk? The, yeah. Okay. It was yeah. awesome. My favorite part of that band is Black Thought. Who's he? The MC. Okay. One of the greatest MCs of all time. He's incredible. Man, there's a, there's a YouTube video of him freestyling for like nine or ten minutes straight. Really? In the studio, it's incredible. You got to check it out. Everybody listening to this, Black Thought, live freestyle in studio. And, and hey, now that we plug that, uh, Joey Gutos music is out uh, two days ago. He dropped the music video for Bad News. Um, I wonder if I can get flagged for playing stuff of his that he would probably want me to promote anyway. What do you think? I'm not an expert on the topic, but I say go for it. Let them flag you. And then right, actually, me. I don't even know what happens if they flag you. Joey Guto ends up suing me. taste of that uh go check it out the music video is awesome and it's funny because like he hired uh like a actress model i was like that's not your girlfriend <laughs> but it's like it's supposed to play on like so in the music video and you can find it for yourself on youtube but he has like a split screen and one's like a dream of a fantasy world in which we all kind of live in through instagram and all that shit and then the real side of him um, he's got a blow up doll. So there's the blow up doll on one and then like the real girl on the other. And it's this like facade that he thinks people are put. It's a really interesting, uh, song to listen to. So I told him I'd give him a shout out cause he hooked it, hooked it up with some stuff for me earlier Good in stuff. the week. Good stuff. Yeah. Good uh, sounds. Can you describe to everyone what's going on in pokemon because ash and charizard and pikachu do you know are... who that is no it's brock okay Who's that? okay brock uh don't know her name is like it has to do with water aqua no no idea you're making fun of me for uchi and you say aqua <laughs> <laughs> her name is misty Okay, yeah, I remember, remember Misty that? from the Game Boy. Yep. yep, yep. They're like fighting some synchronized drones. Yeah, I guess so. Those are, that's the rocket team, I think they call. There's Meowth. Meowth. Yep. I'm telling you, I have a fuck ton of Pokemon cards, and I'm really hoping that it You're will. Sitting on a treasury there, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah, Pikachu's going for it. He's trying to destroy these uh, these drones. It's not working though. Don't say anything. Hey, don't say anything bad. You're on. Uh, you're on your podcast. Oh, dude! I just wanted to unleash on you. <laughs> Yo, Michael Steele's here. Say what's up. What's up, JB? No, it's it's uh, Joey Gutos. Oh, Joey Gutos. What's up, man? Yo, what's going on, man? Not Nothing. too much. Uh, Chilling. Hey, so I just promoted uh, bad news, just like a 20-second clip of it, so don't sue me. Dude, you're going to have so many lawyers just jammed up your butthole. Yeah, I knew you were going there. <laughs> you don't even know what to do with yourself. Uh, can you just give us, uh, give us a synopsis of why you wrote that, uh, just kind of the overall feel behind it? I know that I kind of touched on the music video being split-screen of uh you know real life real life girl and then a possession like the uh blow up doll go um you know really i was just just kind of bored you know um it, it wasn't anything super specific i didn't want it to be like uh, anything way too philosophical. Of course, I let it go there for a second, but then I quickly realized that, uh, you know, there's, it, there's unnecessary. So that's why I just kind of leaned into uh, it being, it sounding fun, uh, but, you know, with still some, some real sentiments expressed in it. And I tried to, present that as accurately as I could with the visuals and the videos okay. and just leave it up for, for everybody else to interpret in their own way. Wow, what a, what a vague statement from you. So <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, dude. Were you playing the Wurlitzer at the beginning there? What, oh, he, asked, he asked okay, if you were he asked if you were playing What's the that? were you playing the Wurlitzer? Yep. Nice, man. The Whirly Bird? Yeah. Dig the whirly vibes. Well, hell yeah, Joey. Yeah, dude. Uh, anything else you want to say about bad news? Because we got to kind of wrap up our podcast. So I'm actually, you're actually recording me? Yeah, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, man. Just uh, if, if, you, if you're feeling a, uh, a lack of something then give it a whirl because uh so like if i have a is someone like out there like i'm asking for a friend has a lack of busting loads they should give this a look look see if you suffer from erectile dysfunction <laughs> and or uh you know this is the song for you okay <laughs> Hey, we got one last question for you. Rapid fire. What's the Pokemon Go? Uh, the first one that popped in my head, head was Dig Dug. <laughs> Just what? Dig Dug? Dig Dug. All right. Great answer, man. Hey, we love you. We'll talk to you soon. Congrats on the music video getting released and the streams. Love you too, bro. H have fun, man. All right. See you, Joey. Alright. Cool, cool. Well yeah, um Joey's a great kid. Just wanna give him a little bit of, you know, stage time that he already has. Hell yeah. Uh so wrapping this up, uh tell us where you are with music now. Just to Oh man, that's a big question. Where I am with music now. Yeah, where where can we find you every Sunday? Thursday in Montana. Um, every Sunday, I play with the Bridger Mountain Big Band at the Eagles in uh, Bozeman, Montana. And then every Friday, I, I don't even know where we're going to be playing. I got a weekly gig that starts every Friday, but uh, somewhere in Big Sky. We'll probably be the only band that's playing in town on, in Big Sky on Friday nights. Actually, I don't know about that. Big Sky could be hopping. Do you think, uh, do you think we'll have to wear masks at the show, or should we? I don't know. It's such a up in the air in Denver right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know. 
when I went to a show a couple of weeks ago, and granted this is in Missoula, not Denver, but uh, nobody was really wearing masks during the show. But when we left and like coming in and out of the venue, a lot of people were putting masks on. Which is smart, cool. do you? I'll bring a mask. Yeah, totally. Doesn't bother me. And that was Herbie Hancock. You said it was one of the best shows you've ever seen in your yeah, life. Yeah, man. Maybe the best show I've ever seen in my life. It's pretty excellent. Yeah. Incredible band. Um, all right. Go to RiddermeThisPodcast.com to write into the show. Haven't had much submissions. Don't know what's going on with everyone. Is this thing still on? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, love you like a brother. Cheers, man. Love you too, Ethan. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. My pleasure. And, um, thanks for having me. All right, everybody. We'll catch you guys next time. Stop the recording. Click, click. You want to go play the piano now? <laughs> <laughs> you want to play it? Nah. Nah. Wait, just play something. Play that. The Tinkle Pant Man. No. The Tinkle Pant Man. No. The Tinkle Pant Man. No. The Tinkle Pant Man. No, the tinkle pant man. No, 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 no. The tinkle, the 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 tinkle pant, the tinkle pant man. The tinkle pant man. No. Tinkle Pant Man. No instructions.